0: in two days i will have half a century of journey to reflect upon and i know it's probably quite a radicalized cliche to say but certainly 25 years ago i didn't have any recognition that i would make it to 50 years old and i've been thinking about some of the conversations i've had over the weekend um, And they have been comfortable conversations that may, 25 years ago, have vexed me, made me angry. um, (laughs) Brought about a catastrophic, anarchic reaction predominantly. And some of those conversations have evolved around friend ecosystems. And then actually, when you drill down to that, what actually is... The ideology or the pretext or the context of a friend. And I know that many of you will be thinking, well, I've got three or four different categories of friends. I've got a hierarchical list of friends, etc, etc. And you could probably compartmentalise all your friends. Twenty, uh, five, 26. Years ago, I completely left society and took my two youngest, youngest—were well, oldest now, they were the youngest children then, two of my first born children um, away, took them away from the societal expectation of home, um, chucked them in the back of a Bedford RL and left a different city in a different part of the country for an incredibly different life we took a box of toys which the girls chose we took some clothes not very many i took some books definitely not all of them and i took some of my notebooks but we didn't take anything else and we left everything behind and literally overnight left our former lives And I have to say, it was probably, most definitely, the most liberating event score ever. And there are lots of different reflective permutations of that, of course. And there are lots of things that have happened due to that, because of that, um, historically in line with it, etc. And I was thinking about this question that I have fired at so many people, probably not in the last 15 years. But it was like my go-to rhetoric. Can you remember who you were before the world told you who you should be? Mm. And then I thought about this ideology that the crowd is always intellectually inferior to the isolated individual. Just think about that for a minute and feel your way into that sentence. The crowd is always intellectually inferior to the isolated individual. Now you can take that as a positive or a negative, but one of the things I can relate it to is some of the conversations I've had about, and this is not an observation of how much we love or dislike our friends, inverted commas, but the idea of constantly remaining on the outside of all of those circles. We're constantly pressured from the crowd in the form of expectations, which actually are just shitty constructs that other people make up based on their constructs of expectation. The question is, does bowing down and imitating others result in happiness? Well, of course it fucking doesn't. I've continuously argued not. In fact, I'd go as far to say that conforming to society's expectation prevents you from living... full stop my mind cannot recall all of the memories and indeed i probably don't want to recall all of the memories but actually my skin does and more and more i rely on my skin to recall the memories my body holds each experience like collected treasures from so many different lifetimes gone by the lines and the crevices on my hands they speak the stories and i cannot remember how they began and I have no idea where or when they will end. I only know that I am them and they are me and I have an idea of where I want that all to end. But Is that just a dream? Of course it fucking isn't. It is these stories which I know I must honor, the truths which I must bear witness to, and I do every single day. I am, I believe, ancient not just in terms of societal ideology of being 50 but truly ancient ancient in the modern world and these are the lessons that i have learned so far discarded dreams will haunt your heart your thinking heart your feeling heart your sensitive heart the price of discarding a truly longed-for dream will always be higher than the cost of pursuing it dream the impossible and improbable pretty much always and then carve out a space for those dreams to flow free where they are not stifled or struck down by the hearts which cannot hold them and what do I mean by that well we love to love and be loved but not everybody can have the truth of their bravery to follow their heart and not everyone will come with you in fact probably no one will come with you unless in a rare, rare event score you find someone who has the same heart as you do and the same bravery and courage to hold space for the improbable and the impossible, the dream. And do not apply rationale or reason to them. Let them float higher and wider than the binds that seek to keep them captive. That makes sense. You'll be asked to explain these dreams over and over again in so many different varied accommodations. You'll be asked to suck the soul from them. You'll be asked to turn them into something acceptable for the rest of society in the world to comprehend. And then you'll realise that dream actually, well, it was just a dream. Defend them for sure, but do not ever dilute them. Your self-expression is the strongest weapon. Lots of people say they have no self-expression. They don't know how to express themselves. They don't know how to draw or sing or play an instrument. You don't need any of that stuff to express yourself. You know, you'll lose count of the times that you are asked to conform. In fact, you might not even recognise the times you're being asked to conform. Think about your day so far today. It's three o'clock. How many times have you been surreptitiously asked to conform? The ways in which you're told to comply, the ways in which you're not told to comply, the expectation makes you do it anyway. Your self-expression is the shield you will have to use to deflect every single must, should and can't that will be thrown at you. You've probably had several of those thrown at you today already, or possibly you've lost the idea to even hear those. That's not a bad thing. Find your with voice, and hold it steady as you express all of those truths and desires. And you will have to ground yourself, pour yourself into creativity, and find your freedom through each sacred offering. There should be several hundred of those a day. That is the wonder, the wonder you had when you were a child, the wonder you should have even more of now as you grow older every single minute, and make your own authenticity, your chosen route, and make it in every single lifetime you live. And here's a really important one. Grief is not your enemy. Refusing to feel it definitely is. You will know the losses that will bring you to your knees and you will need to be brave, braver than you ever knew you could be possibly. Scream when you need to, howl, or cry in the night, let your anguish lose without shame or fear. You need not explain your grief but you must honour it. Let your losses fill you all the way. Let them expand inside your heart. But don't let grief strip you away piece by piece. Let its depths reach into your soul until your fingertips can feel every missing memory. Everything you think you are now without is still held within your thinking heart. Know that true love never leaves you. And time and space, are mere fucking illusions. Support is not the same as validation. Having a circle of supported, loving hearts around you will be the soul balm that helps life's jagged edges. But those hearts, they are not here to validate yours. Validation of who you are can only come from you. Seeking approval from external sources is not part of the path home, I can tell you that. Give support with love, definitely. And accept support and grace. Harder to do than say for sure. But let your own beautiful heart be the map that guides you through that grace. Your liberty lies in your own powerful hands. My grandfather spent the last few years of his life not knowing where he was, who he was with, and what he was doing, but he did look at his hands often. And I felt it deep, deeper than I have felt any other memorial feeling was observing him, observing his hands. It was the last bastion of who he was as a man. He studied their beauty, he saw their strength. You must do the same. Know that you hold so much power in the palms, so much potential in your fingertips. With these gifts, you have the ability to feel, touch and create. Your hands hold your history. They hold your future, they hold this exact moment look at your hands right now they are also a cup if you like for opportunity they hold all your opportunity don't clench your fists so tightly with the past that you forget how wonderful it is to unfurl your fingers and catch all the new wonder that wants to flow your way open the palms of your hands Open the fingertips of the person's hands who you love and furl them again. Be aware of becoming ensnared in the comparison trap. I'm not going to say loads about this because it's profoundly shit and it makes me angry. But probably I have done it in the past. Don't compare yourself to others. The stars, they have no jealousy of the sun. They want not for a golden hue and they are worth all of their own glittering silvery joy. You can see that tonight, go outside and see there is no comparison in the sky. Your journey is yours, their journey is theirs and sometimes paths intertwine, they entangle and really beautiful things happen. Sometimes paths need to stay separate. Sometimes paths will stay separate and don't let envy of others eat away at your soul. Enjoy your spectacular scenery, soak it all in. On that note, have a look at your scenery now. What does it tell you about your life, your path, where you are, where you're going, your dreams, who you were before the world told you who you should be? And don't apologize for what you can do. Don't apologize for your gifts. List your gifts now. The world will tell you to shine light, then it will scream the fuck out of you when you are too bright the world will tell you to reach higher and then it will roar that you are flying too high too brave too brazen too loud too many words too beautiful too wise too wild too wonderful say no to that fucking world Decline an existence that will see you stuck in little boxes and cramped little pigeonholes. Playing small does not benefit you, nor does it add any value to the lives of others around you. Use your gifts wisely, use them well, but do not box them up and hide them. The cure is always the cause. You will try to conceal and camouflage all that hurts and ails you. You just will. It's what we do. You will try to run from everything that you cannot stand to sit with. But your feet can never go fast enough to escape the inner truth that wants to be witnessed. Let it be witnessed, however fucking hard it is, because it will not pass. You will just stay there, waiting. The peace that you are seeking cannot be found at the root of rupture, but be gentle with yourself as you explore each why, each how, and hold space whilst you examine that how go to the edges of who you are go further than the edges of who you are and it will terrify you i guarantee you the edge of who you are will terrify you and it will probably terrify those around you but i can guarantee you this if you can go to the edges of who you are and learn from it and the people who are with you are with you that's rare as fuck be gentle with yourselves though Remember that every fragment finds its way back. Yours is a heart that is worthy, so damn worthy, but especially from you. And there will be so many worlds to walk. But be sure to hold true to who you are in every single each corner. And remember, dream the impossible. It's not that impossible.